0: For joining us for the sermon of the week, you can find out more information about Legacy Church online at legacyfamily.tv. All right, all right, it's time. Are y'all ready? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it during worship. You know, uh, as the boxing announcer goes, Let's get ready to rumble. You ever heard that? <laughs> well, the UFC goes, It's time. You know, the devil's over here, and you're over here, and it's time for you to get your rumble on because you've been empowered to defeat him. But there are things you have to do, and it's time to rise up, step up, and be what God's called you to be. Amen? Amen. Amen. We might preach this every day for the rest of the year because it's time. And so I'm going to show you some scriptures and some, you know, I'm going to get on your toes. I'm going to speak to you like you're my children today, so just, it's all right, okay? It's, It's all right say, you know what? Get some mercuricomb and put on it where I step on it. So yeah, that's old school, ain't it? That burns. Woo! But you know what? God is good and God heals our wounds. But you know what? Out of, out of pain, out of working out, you get stronger. Come on, just don't let me step on your toes and go, well, yeah, that's me. And keep living the way you've been living. How many of you ever pulled up to the a red light and there's two or three cars in front of you, maybe one car in front of you, and the light's red, and you're sitting there listening to you to the music or whatever, and all of a sudden the light turns green and nobody goes. The person in front of you, and you're like, okay, it's time. It's time. And how many of you go, bop, you want to do that, but how many of you just go beep beep? You know, give them a little beep beep. Well, I'm giving you a little beep beep today. Okay? A beep beep, because it's time to move forward. It's time to grow. It's time to start, And you know what? I don't care how old you are. You can always grow. I don't care what stage in life you are. It's time to move forward with God, okay? All right, all right. Matt, one of our uh, uh, key scriptures starting off is Matthew 3 and 2. And this is what Jesus taught everywhere he went, and he sent his disciples out. So let's just look at this, just, and saying, Repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When you think about that word repent, a lot of people think about somebody holding, holy telling somebody unholy, you need to straighten up and fly right, you know? That's, that's one of the old sayings my family had: straighten up and fly right. But, but, but that's not what repent means. Repent means body and mind that you turn and you change directions. I mean, you get on Highway 81 and you're going to Roanoke. To repent means to turn around and go towards Bristol. So repentance means to change what I'm doing, and how about in the, in, the, in the biblical form, to change what I'm doing and do it God's way. Isaiah 55 says, my ways are not your ways. Now, I've heard that preach that you can't know God's ways, and that's baloney. It doesn't say that. It says, my ways are not your ways, but my ways are better, and God's ways are higher. And so what he's saying is, do it my way. So it's time to start doing it God's way. Amen. Bump somebody and say amen. Now, you can either say amen or oh me. Because if you recognize you need to change, the oh me is good. But if you go, oh me, I ain't changing, then that's bad. So, oh me is a good thing. Amen's a good thing. You know, so be it. Yes, sir, so be it. But oh me, like oh me, I need to change. That's what we're after today because it's time. All right? All right, so put that scripture back up there. Repentance is not just... You know, doing right or wrong, but look what says the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right now is the kingdom of God. Cody said it. The Spirit of God, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, dwells in you. You have the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is in your hands, so to speak. It's at hand. It's here. It's in you. Everywhere you go, if you're a child of God and you came to church today you know what? You're stirred. You're here today. You're here, hopefully, to be stirred more, but God goes with you to work. He goes with you to, to the grocery store. He goes everywhere you go. He's right at hand. He'll have you pray for somebody on the street. He'll have you move with compassion. He'll have you cry over somebody. I, I, I said, and we was eating uh, uh, in, in a restaurant years ago, And we're having steak and just enjoying it. And I looked across the room and I couldn't eat anymore. The compassion of God swept over me, and this man was so drunk he couldn't sit up. But I began to weep for him. It was just God. God had me cry for him because I was eating a good steak. But God's compassion. I was walking. I was walking. The first time I ever went to New Orleans, there were kids that had Coke bottle tops, metal ones, on their shoes, and they were tap dancing. For, for coins and it broke my heart that they their parents had them out there tap dancing for change begging for money and it broke my heart is you know what that's the compassion of God but you know what the compassion of God doesn't move you just to weep he moves you to do something I got up and went and talked to that man and I talked to those kids so 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 it's time it's time to do something so the kingdom of heaven is at hand beep beep let's move forward the light's green. All right? So we'll, we'll talk about that more. But it's God's time. You know, does, God has a right. If you if Jesus is Lord of your life, he has a right to everything in you. It's time to quit holding back. And so we're going to look at some things. But I, 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 in Romans 13, 11 through 14 in the message, we're going to read this. And I want you all to look at this with me. So if you don't have a message Bible, let's look at the screen. It says, but make sure that you don't get so absorbed and exhausted in taking care of all your day-to-day obligations that you lose track of time and doze off, oblivious to God. How I many you know you can get busy and get oblivious to God? The night is about over. The dawn is about to break. How I many you know Jesus is coming? I mean, oh, this, this, you know, we live in America. The world's been wicked a long time. It's getting wicked in America. And let me say this. If, you're the, if you make the least amount of money in here, you're richer than anybody else anywhere else. Come on. So we're thankful that we live in America. The night is about over. The dawn is about to break. Be up and awake to what God is doing. Come on. God is doing some stuff. God is putting the finishing touches on The salvation work he began when we first, look at the next verse or slide it down, when we first believed. The Bible says that God, that we should work out our salvation. That means not that we're trying to get saved, but we're going to the next step, to the next level. It's time to go up. It's time to grow up. It's time to get bigger in God. We can't afford to waste a minute, must not squander these precious daylight hours and frivolity, frivolous, Stupid stuff. Let me just put it in Virginia terms. Stupid stuff. Okay. And indulgence. And in sleeping around and dissipation and, and bickering. Uh, what'd you say? You know, you fighting and arguing over squat. Over nothing. And grabbing everything in sight. Get out of bed and get dressed. Don't loiter or linger. Waiting until the very last minute. Dress yourself in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Yeah. Old things have passed away. Are the old things passed away? It's time for the old things to pass away. Now, I told you it was going to be looked up. Well, somebody said he warned us. Somebody didn't look. Anyway. Uh-uh. Listen, there's a better life available. In Christ, there's a better life available. That's what I'm pushing you towards, a better life, a better life. There's a better life available. The moment you put Jesus in the center of your life, you will have great joy. We want to pursue joy, but Jesus has to be the center of it all. That's one of my favorite songs, Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center. I ain't singing, but he's at the center. He needs to be the center of your life. You need to be thinking about what would he do? What would he say? What does he want me to do today? I'm going to help you. Okay? I'm going to push. Number one, it's time to take control of your schedule. How many of you know you get busy? How many of you know you get busy? We got four points today and a little bit more, and one of them is going 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 to gouge you because they gouge me. So take control of your schedule. You ought to be doing some stuff on purpose. huh? Somebody said, if you're burning the candles at both ends, you're not as bright as you think you are. That's good if you get it. So, you know, If you're burning on both ends, you're not as bright as you think you are. You need to take a hold of your schedule. Ecclesiastes 4, 6 says, Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and, and chasing the wind. Chasing the wind. Got to get it done. Got to get it done. Got to get it done. And that, 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 that speaks to me. So what's priority? You know what? So we, we talk about schedules. Schedule, schedule, schedule. We got to make a schedule. How about schedule your priorities? What's priority? Make God first, huh? Schedule it. Put it first. God should have a place, first place. Okay. Got quiet in here, didn't it? So so you know, before when you wake up in the morning. Before you text, before you Instagram, before you Facebook, before you anything, you need to give God some time. Amen. Give Him first the first of the day. This is Sunday, the first day of the week. We're giving God the first. Giving God the first. Just reminding you'll hear that again. But we're giving God the first. This is the first day of the week. We're honoring Him with the first day of the week. You need to honor Him every morning. You need to honor Him at night. You go to bed but honoring. I'm just challenging you a little bit. Um, Jeremiah 6, 16, and this is, this is, this is going, going to get some of us, especially younger ones. This is what the Lord says, stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest in your souls. What's the ancient path? It's doing it the way uh, that the, the people used to do it and that they were successful. The greatest, My grandparents' generation was the greatest generation to ever live. How'd they do it? How'd they do it? They got up with the chickens. 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Y'all looking at me, what? But they did more before 7 o'clock than most of us do all day. They took a nap when it was hot. They did, and then they went to bed early. Early to bed, early to rise. Makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's not a scripture. But there are plenty of scriptures about rising early, about putting God first. They're about, about putting God first and, and making him number one. And, and uh, you know, that, that going to bed at a decent time I mean, every one of us have been caught up watching TV half the night or or be on Facebook all night long or whatever's going on. But you know what? Pulling back and making yourself rest. Making yourself sleep. Yeah. Okay, don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. How about going back? How about going back to... Uh, honor and respect, just like we did this, with this video's Memorial Day. How about honoring people in authority? How about honoring the office, whether you like the president or not? Honor the office. Whether you like your senator or not, honor the office. Huh? Whether you like the policeman that pulled you over, honor the officer. Honor the officer, then. <laughs> hey, for real. And so, you know, you got to recognize. The Bible even says that if you walk in peace with those in authority, you'll have peace. Just trying to help you. That's an ancient way. All right. Let's just make it practical. Get your pen out. Did did anybody need sermon notes? I forgot to ask. Wave at at them. Pass them out. I'm I'm behind. Sorry about that. I'm just excited because it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. And you need to write this down. Look around. Look around. because there's going to be several things to write down. And I told Leslie, I'm going to have to preach this next Sunday because a lot of people's out. But you know what? You need to hear it again. You know you have to do something at least 30 days before it comes a, ha- a habit? 21 to 30 days before it becomes a habit? I'm talking about forming habits that will change your life. You want to be a success? Successful people do certain things. That's what we're talking about today. So it's time. How about how about the first 15? Write that down. The first 15. Give God the first 15. Some of you might do longer. Some of you might do less. But let's start, let's start with the first 15 minutes of your day. Giving God five minutes of worship. I'm sorry. Yeah, five minutes of worship. That's one psalm. How about five minutes of reading the Word? How about one psalm? Five, five, and five and five minutes of prayer. Thanksgiving and request. Thanksgiving and request. Thanksgiving and request. Ask God. Thank Him for it. Thank God. Ask Him for it. Thanksgiving is simple. Oh, what to pray. Father, You're my source. You're my strength. You're my shield. I need strength today to live for You. Thank You for strength today, Lord, whether I feel it or not. How one worship song, five minutes of worship, five minutes of the Word. <laughs> Think about five minutes of the Word. It'll just keep going. You need to set an alarm. But it's hard to train yourself. I always laugh at Jerry Savell. He'd get up early, and he wanted to read the Word, and he'd fall back to sleep. Get so mad at himself, so he stood on the bathtub, edge of the bathtub, reading the Bible. He didn't go to sleep, but he trained himself. So train yourself. Five, 15 minutes that's easy. Well, start. Today's the day to start. Always like what this said. Uh, This is a saying, and I've said it before, do what's right because it's right, and then do it right. How many of you know you ever seen anybody do something that was right, but do it wrong, you know, serving somebody? Well, here, here it is. Yeah. Or how about repent? I'm sorry. Okay. That's not right. It's not right. You did what was right, but you didn't do it right. So do what's right because it's right. Not because you want to. You do it right because it's right and then do it right. Amen? You might want to write that down. Number two, it's time to regulate what I allow to enter my mind and body. It is time to regulate what I allow to enter my mind and body. Okay. Eyes, what you see, ears, what you hear, and your mouth. Man, it got quiet in here. Somebody say, oh, me, or amen. Amen. There we go. What you put in you can destroy you. What you see, what you hear, what you eat, what you say. By your words are you justified, by your words are you condemned. Oh, Pastor, I, I don't, listen, today's the day. It's time to change. I'm not trying to call you out, beat you up. I'm telling you, this speaks to me. Every sermon I preach, if it don't speak to me, I don't preach it. I gotta preach it that speaks to me, and it's time to regulate what we hear, what we see. So, so if you were one of my kids, and I was going to talk to you, what are you listening? What music are you listening to? Hmm? What TV shows are you listening to, watching? You know, it's all right to watch a little witchcraft on TV. It's all over. You know, you can't have. And then your lights flicker on and off at two a.m. and you wonder what in the world is going on. Yeah. Y'all don't think that happens, it does. It's D-E-V-I-L, the devil. You don't let him in. So bind him, cast him out, and put wash the blood of Jesus over your mind, over your hearing, over your eyes. I mean, those old songs that I listen to, they still creep back up. They may be 30 years old, but they still creep back up. You know. And I use them for time and time in sermon illustrations. Like, you know, she just started liking cheating songs, and I'm like, what wait a minute. You know the world stuff's out there. And what we're talking about is less of the world and more of God. Let's just make it simple. Less of of the world and more of God. He must increase. I must decrease and the world must decrease. Amen. It's time. It's time to put God first. It's time. You know what movies, what music, uh, pornography, alcohol, drugs, uh, maybe you got on prescription drugs and you justified staying on them. You regulating it. It's time to quit it. I heard one pastor said they did a seven-day fast. And they, all right, church, we're going to do a seven-day fast. And, 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 and this guy came up and said, well, pastor, I'm in with y'all on this fast. You know what I'm going to fast? He goes, no, what you going to fast? He goes, I'm going to fast marijuana. <laughs> and the pastor went, okay, good idea. But you know what? That's where he's at. God ain't going to have you just come super clean and you're just going to be, you know, through. No, you're going to, it's a daily thing and you're going to where's your daily walk? It's time to start right now. It's time to change right now. It's time, it's time, it's time. And God's not beating you up. He's saying, come on up. Get up. Get up, get up, get up. It's time to get up. It's time to change. Because, you know, whether it be smoking or drinking or whatever, it's killing you. How about negative negative words will kill you? Beat you down? You know, we're a day late and a dollar short around here always. No, we're not. Mom's sick. I just know I'm going to get sick. Uh, It's flu season. It's coming. It's allergy season. I'm going to get mine. No. Change your words. Change your life. Put God's words in your mouth. It's time to filter some stuff. 1 Corinthians 10.23, it says, If I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. You know what? You cannot use your freedom as an American or as a Christian to destroy your body or to walk on somebody else as a Christian. So it's discipline. It's time to discipline, because what you might do may not faze you a lick, but it may destroy somebody else. You know, I talked about uh, I quit dipping snuff because I wanted to. I wanted to be an influential Christian. I, I and 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 the Lord took me from kids to youth and different things, and, and I had to I had to separate myself from stuff because I saw I had I had kids come to me and they saw the youth pastors drinking and it devastated them. And I had to counsel them. And, and they may can handle it. But, man, we're in America. We take everything to the extreme. That's why they got the buffet. You know, that's, that's, why, that's why they got all happy hour, you know. And they take it to the extreme. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep going. Everything is not good for you. You can't get where you want to go doing everything and anything. Psalms 141.4 in the New Living Translation says, Don't let me drift towards evil or take part in acts of wickedness. Don't let me share in the delicacies of those who do wrong. Don't drift to evil things. It's in us to drift. That's That's your sinful nature wants to drift. But God don't want you to drift. He wants you to stay strong. He wants you to go to the next level. He wants you to hear His voice. And when you're hearing all this other junk, it keeps you from hearing the voice of God. Amen? Okay. Don't drift. We can drift. So we have to keep ourselves. What It says, come out from among them, be ye separate, be ye holy, says the Lord. Isaiah said, woe to them who plan a plan that's not of me, but to add sin unto sin. My plan, That's not my plan. But how many know that you're free to add sin to sin? And, 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 and God's not going to kick you, but he's going to say, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So I'm talking today, and the Holy Spirit's telling us we need to change. It's time. It's time to do it different because we can drift. Number three. It's time to organize my finances around God's principles. Hey, married people, number one problem is money. Number one is money. That's why I'm talking about this. Man, our church is generous. I'm not begging for you to give, but I'm trying to put it's godly principles that we need in our life and and take care of money. So let's let's just let me give them to you. It's just three. God's principles are give save, and live. How about how simple is that? That's a starting point. Give to God, save, and then live on what the the rest is. God asked for 10%. Give him my 10% and offerings. Give to him. What does that do that puts him first? When you give him the first fruits, when you give him the first, when you give him the first 10%, he's going to bless the rest. When you start giving to God and putting God first, guess what? You get closer to him. Okay. Okay. You get closer to God. Because if God's your treasure, oh sure, you you know, you can give time, you can give love, you can give joy, but if you need money, you need to give money. Don't fluff it out. Well, I'm, I'm going to give my time. Well, don't make money your God. Give God your money. Give him the 10%. Give him that. So, so you put him first. And, and if he becomes your treasure, then what, what does the word say? Look at Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If you're given to God, and I'm not saying, listen, you know, people have given to churches, not this church, but churches, and the churches have messed up. Messed up with the money. That's on the leadership, not on the people who gave. The people who gave gave to God, and it's God who re, who returns, and God who who restores, and God who who blesses. He looks at your heart. I ain't giving to them people over there because you have yeah, That's your heart. Then don't give. God loves a cheerful giver. Do what's right because it's right, and do it right don't give grudgingly. Ugh. Hey, we're generous folks. We have blessed people. We bought groceries. We paid for teeth and glasses and whatever else people might need. Uh, we've helped people, saved houses. Come on. It's because of your giving. And you know what? As a church, we can't outgive God. That's why we have everything. God supplies everything that we need. And he'll supply when we add. As we start adding on. He's going to supply all that because he's our source, our strength. And as a church, we believe it too. And we give. And you know what? I, as I always say, if it'll help us minister to people and make it easier, then we're going to buy it. We're going to buy it. You know, I bought cheap copiers, and we were milking those things and working those things. And I said, okay, I give up. We're getting a good one. Because we're wasting so much time trying to get these to work, we might as well get a good one, and we won't waste our time because time is important. Time's valuable. And so sometimes you got to buy some time. Somebody say you can't get more time. Yeah, you can. You can buy some time. By buying a printer saved us time. We were able to do more. Okay, I'm just putting that out there. I, I had an old truck, and I needed a better one, but I'm, I had to milk that thing along. is all I could afford. You know, I, I, I filled it up with oil and then changed, you know, put gas in it from time to time. That went out the window. I took the plugs out every two weeks and washed them off, okay, to keep it running. And, so I, and back in the day, they called a hoopty, a piece of junk, okay, to anybody else. But it got me back and forth to work. Anyway, but you know what? There was time that I got something better, and I didn't have to waste my time doing that. Just trying to help you. Believe God for more and better, and God will give you more time. All right. Oh me. Oh me, it's time, it's time to give, save, and live. Proverbs 3 9 says honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. God gets the first and the best. Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Are you giving him the first? Or are you giving him the best? Come on. That's something to do on purpose. Then you can get excited about your giving. If you write a check or if you get a statement, you ought to go through that statement and say, woo, woo, look, God, look. Hey, it's not God's already saw it, but you know what? It, it stirs you. God said, remind me of the things, but it stirs in you. And you know what? You can take that piece of paper and stand on it. What do you mean by that, Pastor? I walked into my church years ago, and a friend of mine, board member, came up to me, and he goes, they just told me my son may have leukemia. And I could see it all over him. And the Spirit of God rose up in me instantly. And I said, no, in the name of Jesus. You're a tither, and he rebukes the devourer for your sake. I said, no, in the name of Jesus. I said, you stand on that. And he did not have leukemia. That You know, that's that's where doctors are practicing and miss it. Yeah. Well, it could be. And don't receive it. Come on, go back to the Word. The Word, the Word, what does the Word say? Uh, It's time. It's time to to, to put God's Word first. So let's go to number four. It's time to live life intentionally, on purpose. Quit drifting. Que Sarah, whatever will be, will be. It's baloney. We got to start getting intentional. With the Word, intentional with God, your circumstances don't dictate where you are, your disciplines do. Circumstances don't dictate where you are, your disciplines do. You know, this is not in my notes, but let's go back to, to fighters. How they train is how they do, how they act and what they become. It was Mike Tyson that said, you know what? Everybody's got a plan until you get popped in the mouth. And the devil popped you in the mouth, and you're going to now what you going to do. You better respond the way you've trained yourself to respond. Write this down. Put the word in you when you don't need it. I'm letting you catch up, and it'll be there when you do. You're preparing. You're always preparing, and when you get popped in the mouth, it's just like he was popped in the mouth, and he said, they told me my son may have leukemia. The word popped up in my heart, and I said no, and I had Scripture to back it up. I didn't say, wait a minute, let me pray a minute and get some Scripture together. There's time to do that, and when you don't have yeah, you can do that, but hear me. You put it in you when you don't need it, and it'll be there when you do. So it's time to live intentionally intentionally have some disciplines every day. It's time to plow. Miss Becky's talking about planting gardens and she's been working at a, at a plant store and, and people have plant you know people wait till the last minute to plant their garden, but you can't plant squat plant squat till you plow. And if you don't plow, you can't plant. If you don't plant, you can't harvest. But you got to plow, and you always need to be plowing the soil of your heart, always plow, plow, plow. Okay, y'all looking at me like, man, is that a scripture? Proverbs 20 and 4. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Are you prepared? Are you ready? The lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will beg during the harvest and have nothing. Oh, my. Another translation says, Sluggers do not plow in season, so at harvest time they they look, but will find nothing. If you don't sow, you have nothing to stand on to reap. You can't plant potatoes and expect tomatoes. You can't plant negativity and expect positivity. Because misery loves company. Misery begets misery. And everybody in misery will come running to your side. Eh, it's bad. I know it. But it's time. It's time to change. It's time to believe. It's time to prioritize. It's time to prioritize. It's time to put the word first. It's time to live intentionally intentionally and even if you've had a plan up to so far it's time to look at it and prioritize what do i need to change what can i make do to make it better because there are seasons and times uh that you plant beans and there are seasons and times you plant corn and there are seasons and times that you plant different things and and the lord will lead you to plant stuff in your heart preparing you for a harvest in the future And and so many of us have gifts and talents and abilities that we're not using. For God or God hadn't, and, and God's trying to stir it up in you today. The first track meet our high school went to, I was on the team. First track meet. We drove from the country into the country deeper. And so when we got there, we ran the cows off of the track meet. Yep, and somebody had shovels and everything else to get rid of the other stuff. And they had a big loop out there, you know, like a regular track meet does and all that. And it was, you know, some plowed dirt. And they had a place for a shot put and a place for the javelin throw and a high jump. And it, it's hilarious. I mean, we had never been to a track meet going to, a, at least those boys had been practicing, okay? But the coach looked and said, you know, I want you to throw the shot putt. And he knew us. He knew our abilities and our talents, and he pointed at me and said, "Don't you run the mile. And he said, you got seven days. I am like, seven days? And so uh, I ran around as much as I could to figure out what a mile was, and I started practicing and because I, I didn't want to be embarrassed. And lo and behold, all of us got embarrassed. But at least I finished. Because, you know, we started off, I had two gut, my buddies with me, and we're running. And, man, you know, if you ever run just for a little bit, you know, your, your body will talk to you. You ever had you people say, you know, your body will talk to you? You run up that hill to the other building and your body will go stop, 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 stop. And your side will start hurting and your knees will start hurting and your feet will start hurting. Some of you get a headache because your body's trying to control you. This is stupid. You're running when nobody's chasing you. And man, I made it around the first lap and I'm like, I got three more to go. And I, lo and behold, there's my buddy. I, I, he fell out halfway. I'm like, what? You didn't make it halfway. And lo and behold, three quarters away, my other buddy fell out. So I'm the only one representing now. It's embarrassing, and I'm like last. But I've determined I'm going to finish. And I did. We had no training. Man, we had a boy doing the high jump. You know how you run in there, and they come in, and you jump backwards over the bar? This boy was jumping forwards. And we was laughing, and I said, Coach, you know why i so good at? it? He's been stealing the neighbor's chicken. He tucks him under his arm, and he jumps right over the fin. (laughs) My brother-in-law's here. He's laughing because he knows it's true. And the thing about it was he got second place jumping forward. Six foot he jumped. I said, I told you he was catching chickens. It's hilarious. And the other boy was 6'6 six, six and jumping backwards and barely beat him. But he could jump. But he couldn't run. My point is, is we need to be prepared. And we need to intentionally prepare for life. And it's not too late. There are things coming that God will show you if you start putting him first. If you'll intentionally start putting the word first. And as you start studying the word, he'll have you chase go certain ways and chase the word. To prepare you, to help you, you know, if you, my, we we planted a garden. My, my great grandfather passed away tilling the garden, and my grandfather, his son, took over his garden and his. So we had about three acres. Oh boy! And so my grandfather planted all his acre and a half with potatoes. Oh my! But he intentionally planted potatoes, and he traded them. And then we had corn okra and whatever else in the other one. And I like that's why I don't plant a garden today. It's bad memory. No. But we dug potatoes, we dug, but he intentionally planted potatoes to have them, to trade them, and to give them away. God will intentionally, you ever met somebody that that was just profound in math, but but had English like mine, it was pitiful. Huh? Some, some of that's a natural gift from God. And they love math. They've got to be God if they love math, okay? Especially algebra and trig and all that stuff. You know, I, I did so well in geometry, teacher thought I was cheating. He goes, man, you was horrible in algebra. I said, geometry, I just get. But algebra, huh? A plus B equals C. Are you kidding me? Okay. Anyway, but people have gifts and they have talents and abilities. But guess what? Some people can receive healing like that, and some people can never get it, but they're blessed with finances because they've studied it and sought it out, and they're using godly principles. Even the world uses godly principles in certain areas, and they don't know it. True. But if we intentionally on purpose start using godly godly principles, our lives will change. Our lives will change for the better. So are you ready to prioritize your life? All right. Let me give you. Let me give you five. The rule of five. John Maxwell's rule of five. You ready to write? I, I'm almost going to give you this rule of five. But what's your priority? What five things are priority in your life? What five things? I'm going to give you an example. But you choose your priority, and, and you 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 need to put them first place. And, and so. John Maxwell's rule of priority uh, this person's pray. Rule of five pray. The word is number two. Number three, so love. Love people, love God. How about number four? This person's was make a difference in somebody's life. How I do that? Call them. Hey, man, just, just had you on my heart today. Just want to call you, tell you, man, we praying for you. Or, uh, Mom, I love you. Hadn't talked to you in two weeks. <clears throat> you know, to make a difference in somebody's life, encourage somebody. How about this number five? This is an important one here. Take care of me. You need to take care of yourself. Well, I feel Uh-uh. Love your neighbor as yourself. You can't love your neighbor till you love yourself. And you got to take care of yourself. That goes back to, the, to, to what goes in. What are you eating? I mean, you may be free to eat m and but if that's all you're eating, your teeth going to rot out. Your body going to get bad, you know. My wife taught with a teacher, and she dieted all the time, but she ate peanuts and a Mountain Dew all day long. Cap teeth. She was skinny. But she didn't have no teeth. She you know, nothing but sugar and caffeine. To keep going. It's not not good, not good, not good. And so so we want to be healthy. We want to take care, you know, that's just that's your, what's your five? Make a priority. Make a list on purpose. Do you have a list? In your notes it says key to it all. Let's do the key to it all. I'm just giving you stuff that'll help you with the Word. Hey, let me back up. Under the five, Psalms 90 and 12 in the Living Bible, can you put that up for me? It said, teach us to number our days and recognize how few they are. Help us to spend them as we should. God wants you to keep up with it. You know what? You're only here for, the Bible says that our life's like a, a breath. It's here and it's gone. Even if you live to be 120, because that's a promise you can grab a hold of, but that's not very long. That's not very long. So we want to number our days, and we want to spend them as we should. So let's look at the key to uh, to it all. A, I must know my purpose. You got a purpose. You got a godly purpose. Somebody said, if you don't know your purpose, you're not even making a wake You know, a boat makes a wake. You ever, you ever, you ever, anybody ever water skied? No. Yeah, it's Virginia. There ain't much water up here. But a boat makes a wave. When you know your purpose, you're making a wave. You're going somewhere. And God has a purpose for you. Remember, remember I challenged the uh, seniors and I challenged everybody. Everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, what do you work, what company you work for, what line you work for. Your number one purpose is, anybody remember? Oh, boy. That's why I got to preach this same sermon next Sunday. Because it was just last Sunday. It said, go make disciples. Lay hands on the sick. Cast out devils. Go make disciples is your number one priority. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a bank teller. I don't care if you check out people at food line. Your number one is, is, is you're go to make disciples. You're supposed to impact people for the kingdom of God. You're supposed to live it so strong that people say, what do you have? What is it that I just like being around you? Okay. I must know my purpose. Psalms 139, 16. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Now, you know what? Some people, let me just read this one. See, your eyes saw my substance, yet unformed. And in your book, they were all written down. The days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. Listen to me. And did you hear what I read? It doesn't mean every bad thing that happens to you is from God. You have a choice. You have choices. And you know what? God has a plan for you. What, what? You probably got it on the wall somewhere. I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. You ever heard of that one? He has a plan for you, but it's your responsibility to step into it. Lord, here am I. Use me. Lord, here am I. And to train for it, you can have natural ability, but you've got to train. You've got to prepare. And guess what? You can be anointed to do it. <clears throat> that was Jeremiah 29:11 in case you didn't know it. I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord. plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope in the future. If it's harming you, it's not God. You know, that's how simple it is. Good God, bad devil. If it's good, it's God. If it's bad, it's the devil. Now, I'm not saying sometimes that you might have to, your flesh might hurt to do good things. You may not want to do it, but you're going to do it. You're going to train your flesh. It's just like running, running a race. It may hurt your side, but it's good for you. And eating green beans, you may not like them, but it's good for you. And I never ate them until I got older and my body said, hey, hey, you need something green. I said, yeah, I do. All right. B, I must have a plan. You got a plan? Make a plan for I drink too much. Make a plan for I need to quit smoking. Make a plan for I'm going to stop. Make a plan for going to work out. Make a plan to follow through. Make a plan. I'm going to pay off some bills. Make a plan. Because you know what? Doing the same thing over and over again, you reap the same harvest. You're in a rut. You know what a rut is. That's a grave with both ends knocked out. Get out of the rut. You get out of the rut. Make a plan. Because you know what? i just wishing and hoping God would do something. No, God's empowered you. Let's go back. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and quickens your body. You going to take that oh that just sounds good see let me read the scripture proverbs 17 24 says an intelligent person aims at wise action but a fool starts off in many directions my cousin came to live with me when he was like 18 and that boy was all over the place didn't know what he was wanting to do, where he's wanting to go. It'd be ten o'clock at night. Where can we, where can we get a horse and ride horses? I said it's dark. Let's go ride horses. You know I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise chickens. I'm gonna raise chickens. You don't even have any land. Where are you gonna raise chickens at? I'm gonna buy a jet ski, dude. You can't even pay your truck note. Why you wanna buy a jet ski? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working for so and so. You know you need to work for who you are working for right now. Get direction. Get focused. Get a plan. See, I must have accountability. You gotta have accountability to somebody. You know what? God's with you always, but if you don't recognize him, guess what? He's with you when you sin and he's with you when you do good. But accountability is somebody with some skin on it on them. Your husband, your wife, accountability to somebody to have accountability, have a partner, a prayer partner, have somebody you can go to, somebody you can trust in, somebody you can rely upon. You say, well, I don't have anybody like that. Then be that person. Huh? Then be that person for other people. Be that person that that, that you can pray for them, a workout partner, a prayer partner. I can't. My stuff's too embarrassing. That's why you haven't addressed it, because they're embarrassing. you got to address it with somebody and get accountable to them. It's crazy. People say, I love God, but they don't love their neighbor, because they're not accountable. People say, I love God, but don't go to church, where they can be accountable. Or, I love God, but I'm not going to submit to the pastor. I, I I love God, but I ain't my my, ain't, my wife ain't gonna tell me what to do. Or my husband ain't gonna tell me. Come on, we gotta have accountability. The power of God will help us. It's a step of faith. Ecclesiastes four nine and ten. It says two people are better off than one, for one can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone's in real trouble. That's why you got to have a partner. God said, let's do this thing. Do do it as a team. Let's do it. Are you ready to be that person? My my boss, uh, we was working and we, we would go visit. We went and visited his great aunt when we went traveling up in that country where she lived. And we always went in there and, you know, she's a sweetheart. But the day she passed away, he looked at me and said, Who's going to pray now? Who's going to pray for me and my kids? Because she called out everybody's name every morning. Who's going to pray now? And he goes, I need to pray now. I need to be accountable. I need to be accountable. I need to pray now. You see, that's what God's calling us. It's time. It's time. Martin Luther King Jr., I'm going to close with this. says, faith is a taking a step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. It's time to take that step. It's time, it's time, it's time. It's time to up your game. It's time to live for God with all your heart. It's time to let him have the things that you've been holding on to. It, it, you know what? Smoking ain't going to send you to hell. It's a bad habit. It's like eating too many M&M's. Every day you eat too many M&M's, it's going to affect your body. And so is smoking. Come on. That's some things that God wants you to clean up and, and take care of. Bad attitude. Let Him have some certain things. Just Release it. Put it on the altar, so to speak. Amen? Bow your heads for me today. Look at your heart. What is it that the Lord's dealing with you about? You know, Peter was a fisherman, and Jesus said, I'm going to make you fishers of men. He repented from being a fisherman and turned to be a fisher of men. Matthew was a tax collector. He changed from being a tax collector to being a fisher of men. I'm not saying God's calling you to ministry. I'm saying he's calling you to the next level to live for him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. do what's right because it's right because God's leading you that way I believe most of you are saved in here but if you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior we all want you to accept Jesus. Jesus wants you to accept him. All of heaven wants you to accept him. As a matter of fact when people accept Jesus as Lord the angels rejoice so if you're here today and you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior you lift your hand and say pray for me Pastor Brett I want to accept Jesus for the first time Anybody? I see your hand. Anybody else? I see your hand. Man, God has a plan for you. Ladies and gentlemen, God has a plan for you. And salvation is just the doorway. And to where God wants to take you. Can we pray with these right quick? So, everybody pray this prayer together. Say, Father, today I come. I give you my all. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. No looking back on my former life. I am a new creation today. Because I accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. I believe He died on the cross for my sins. I believe that He rose again for my victory. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Everybody look at me. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands if there's some things you need to change in your life. Because that's why we preach this. It's time. It's time. But I'm so thankful for those who raised their hand for the first time today. Amen? So hear me. Today's the day. It's time for you to begin anew with God and fresh. Because every new day, you wake up new, it's fresh. His mercies are new every day. Anybody ever like the new car smell? You know heaven's new every day. You know, It never loses that new car smell. Well, neither should you. Because you wake up, you're fresh in God, you're new in God. Amen? But let me pray over you. Father, I thank you that it's time. Every day, Lord God, we give to you everything we need to give. Father, that we lay aside the weights and uh, things that encumber us. Lord, that, that, that hold us back. Father, we want to run this race and live this life with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our might. That you might be glorified. We give you the praise for it all. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody say, it's time. All right, all right. Thanks for listening today. You can keep up with fresh content, find out more about our upcoming events, and give to support Legacy Church all online at LegacyFamily.tv. From all of us here at Legacy Church, have a blessed week.